Welcome back to another episode of the Water Women podcast. My name is Jill and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. Joining me on today's episode is Rebecca. Rebecca is the co-founder of the Marine Diaries. So Rebecca, how what is the Marine Diaries and how did it get started? Um, so the Marine Diaries is a marine science communication initiative. Um, we're basically trying to share ocean science um, with a broader non-scientific audience um, in a really engaging way using um, visuals, social media, um, and easy to understand articles, as well as other kind of media like videos. Um, it basically started uh, when I was studying my master's degree um, in December 2017. Um, so it's me and two of my other friends also studying the same degree. Um, and we all just got together and set it up and originally we were the only people kind of developing the the blog content managing the social media and things like that and then um in summer 2018 we recruited about six editors um we started up our current blog series of which we have six um and then kind of planned our first campaign uh which launched june 2018 um since then it's just kind of grown and grown uh which is really exciting that is super exciting um it was quite slow to start but it's um I think since the campaign uh we've got a lot more um awareness um and I've grown our network quite a lot more so we're getting um people wanting to kind of collaborate and people reaching out which is really really nice that's awesome so what was your first campaign like what was your first idea with this and what made you think of that so um, our first campaign was called Plastic Not Fantastic, and it was all about um, like plastic, uh, marine plastic, its distribution, um, its effect on marine life, and what people can do to kind of help and, and reduce their plastic footprint. Um, basically, I did my um, master's research thesis on microplastics. Okay. So I kind of had a lot of knowledge um around plastics around microplastics and had noticed a lot of um friends family but also um in the media and stuff like that a lot of misconceptions that people had um especially around kind of alternatives to plastics like these biodegradable plastics um and it was also the kind of time when plastics were really coming into the mainstream media um so the idea was to kind of capitalize on that a little bit, but also share more of the scientific background um, to to pl- like why plastic is bad, basically. Um, and the whole campaign uh, was like a month long and we themed it around four key different topics. Um, so plastics in fashion, um, plastics with food and packaging, um, plastics in health and beauty and then we kind of honed down on these biodegradable plastics and different alternatives to them um and we had around 35 different um individuals organizations and brands and um, collaborating within that um which was really really cool and they all had you know slightly different angle and something different to say um, um so we had like scientists influencers um but yeah, it was really exciting. Um, and we basically shared um, different content every single day for a month. Um, so that was 
articles, review videos, um, which are all on our website and our YouTube channel. Um, and then we had social media takeovers, um, which were really fun. Um, so that was our Instagram and our Twitter. Um, so people kind of shared their their story or what their organization was doing um, to try and combat plastic um, and things like that. That's so exciting. So you guys really are kind of like a multimedia type of organization where you can be found on a bunch of different platforms, right? Yeah, so we're, we're entirely online, um, which uh, is fantastic for our kind of carbon footprint, which is good. Um, unless you count the carbon footprint of big data, but uh, we won't go down that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, like, so we're completely online, mostly social media based. Um, and yeah, we're across all of the different platforms, YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'd say Instagram is probably our main um, social platform. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool that you guys do provide like different ways to like access this media, though, or this information, like not just videos, like you also have like your blog posts and reading so people can consume it in different ways. Yeah, so I think well the idea is to kind of make it as interesting engaging and straightforward as possible um so you know some people follow our instagram and and they like to see the images and they read the captions which are informative um other people might want a more in-depth um you know explanation of of something and they can read our articles um and at the moment we're actually um putting together a quite a large collaborative project um which is more education based um so that will kind of broaden our multimedia uh stretch i guess <laughs> that is awesome do you guys have any like future plans that you can tell us about for any of your future like campaigns or like any big plans in the future yeah so in terms of campaigns um i definitely want to do a campaign on um oceans and mental health I don't know if you've heard of blue mind theory vaguely but uh, let's talk about it so it's basically the theory that um, if you're next to near or like within a, blo- a body of water that doesn't necessarily need to be an ocean but it could be a river or um, a lake or whatever um, it kind of improves your mental health um, and makes you feel more positive um and there's a lot of different charities um and individuals kind of using the oceans and water-based activities um to combat quite a lot of different mental health issues which I think is um really fantastic yeah that's amazing I know like I've always personally felt like being around the ocean or any just like body of water has just always made me happier but I always kind of thought that that was just a me thing so it's really cool that it's actually kind of like a scientific like you are happier around it yeah I think it's I think it must be I mean I don't know the ins and outs of it but I think it must be you know something to do with our evolution and um because I know that um so like nice flat like open landscapes um also reduce stress which is why so many people in cities are really stressed because you're always kind of enclosed Mm. um with like these big sky rises and things like that and and maybe it's similar in terms of 
a body of water because it it kind of stretches out to to the horizon yeah that is so cool yeah it's really cool so you want to kind of run a campaign informing people about that and explaining it yeah explaining it but but mainly kind of highlighting what different people are doing um to to kind of use the oceans to help their mental health um so I know some charities are using it um, to help people who have, for example, PTSD. Um, other people use it, you know, for anxiety. And I think it's just a really nice way of showcasing, like, another benefit that our oceans give us, basically. Yeah, that is super cool. That's a great campaign. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> hopefully it will be sometime in the next year or so um probably will be a lot smaller than the plastic campaign um but other things I kind of want to touch on um overfishing and climate change um climate change obviously a big one yeah. at the moment in the year of climate action um but yeah they the, the campaigns they take quite a long time to plan yeah, and um, gather the content for and figure out um but at the moment um I'm actually focusing on um this educational project that I that I mentioned earlier um which is basically uh focusing all of the different marine ecosystems um so from kelp forests to coral reefs to mangroves um and just highlighting the different um species within them, uh, what ecosystem services they provide, but also how and why they're threatened and what people can do, um, what charities they could support to kind of um, help. Cool. So what's like a typical day in the workplace for you? I mean, I know that we're not in the typical workplace right now, but you guys being online are pretty well equipped for this whole social distancing uh, quarantine thing. So how are you guys, um, how do you guys get your information and phrase it and like what's a typical day for you guys look like um so I guess it would depend kind of what what role you're talking about um within the marine diaries but um so we have our editorial team um and they typically would um be looking either on social media or googling um or just from their like own network kind of looking um at people who might want to write a guest blog for us or have an interview um or they might be reading a scientific article and think actually you know this really needs to be shared and they would um kind of write their own blog about it um and or edit things uh email a few people um a lot of the editors as well kind of have their own um side projects and some of them are um photographers so they might be kind of collecting photos for their own articles or doing a small video um marketing team they would basically be (laughs) scheduling all of our social media um and organizing things like our social media takeovers um which we always encourage people to do it's a really nice way to kind of um share your story or your organization um and yeah, that just involves kind of having a few little questions beforehand, um, figuring out what people want to share um, and introducing them. Um, but yeah, my we all basically have um, day-to-day jobs as well. 
um, the majority of the team. So um, generally, this is every everyone works in their spare time. Um, but yeah, we we keep in touch on WhatsApp. Um, and since since coronavirus, we've been having um, weekly kind of Zoom calls to keep in touch, which is really nice. Um, and we've just been kind of sharing different um you know ocean related things that we've seen or um heard about or um extra classes that you can take and things that have popped up that are free to do um which is a really nice way of kind of keeping morale up yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's a very very tricky time but yeah we're all kind of um very much prepped for working online because we we all work remotely anyway um and the team's scattered from Canada to Australia to you know all around Europe America wow um yeah so it's it's generally difficult to catch everyone in the same time zone (laughs) yeah I can imagine yeah um but it's nice to have that kind of global reach I guess yeah definitely it's so cool to have so many different perspectives because uh, different countries and different cultures are going to view the oceans and like bodies of water so differently and how we interact with them changes just like place by place so it's so cool that you get all those different perspectives yeah definitely and we've had you know we've had articles and things from people who um are in completely lang- landlocked um countries or states in America um and they're still massively, massively passionate about um, marine conservation, which is so amazing. Um, I can't imagine having not seen the ocean, but still be passionate about it. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. It's funny. So um, in the Marine Diaries, is there ways that everyday people can get involved and help out or do anything with you guys? Yeah, so there's actually loads of ways people can get involved. Um, some of them I've already mentioned. Um, so people can submit an article to us. Um, it doesn't have to fall within one of our blog themes, um, but it, it's good if it does, but also can be kind of anything about marine conservation, um, you know, marine life, um, or if they want to showcase some of their photography, um, fine as well. Um, or if, you don't feel as if um you know you're a really strong writer um we do a lot of interviews as well um with individuals as well as with kind of representatives from organizations um which is a really nice way of kind of sharing the work that other people do um we also have the social media takeovers that I mentioned um these are mostly on Instagram uh story but also on Twitter um and that's basically a full day where someone kind of signs into our account and shares, um, you know, a couple of stories or a couple of tweets about um, who they are and what they do. Um, and it just gives people, um, yeah, again, a, a different a different way of kind of sharing what they do um, if they prefer that to writing an article or having an interview. Um, or you can do all three <laughs> together, which is quite nice. Um, link them all up. Um, Another thing that people um, can do to get involved is is send us um, their photography um, so we can feature that in um, some of our articles or on our social media. Um, and we have a big bank of um, photos that we use um, all the time and it just kind of 
is a nice way for um, people to get their name out there a little bit um, and helps us with our content. Um, so it's nice to have a, a little two-way street, which is great. Um, but the main the main thing um, is joining our team. Um, so we always have quite a lot of um, roles open. And at the moment, we're looking for um, people like graphic designers, um, a blog manager, a digital guru uh, who might have some kind of uh, website or SEO expertise um, and just, yeah, digital skills, which is very much needed <laughs> on a digital online <laughs> nonprofit. So to work for you guys, you don't have to be like a marine-centered person. Like you guys have a whole vast uh, different outreach for that. Yeah, so I think... We, we always look for people who have some interest in marine biology and, uh, you know, um, but you don't have to be a marine biologist. Um, it helps in terms of um, the editors and uh, social media team, but it's not absolutely necessary. Um, and even if someone just has a passion for, you know, diving or they just really want to get involved, like that's yeah we we welcome anyone basically to the team as long as you've you can show that you're passionate and you've got the skills then um we're happy to (laughs) happy to have them I love that so to talk about you a little bit how did you get started in marine science where was what was your uh, original end goal because you said that the marine diaries was kind of like a byproduct of where you were heading so what was your original goal with that um, so yeah, I guess, I guess I got into marine science. Um, my mum was a, a very big technical diver. Um, she learned to dive, I think in her late twenties. Um, so she used to go on a lot of diving holidays, take us to aquariums, um, you know, take us snorkeling. I remember kind of going on glass bottom boats and looking down at fish and she would point stuff out and I think from that I was kind of obsessed with the ocean from a very young age um and I actually learned to dive um at age 10 in Egypt um yeah it was I literally my dive card I look so young (laughs) I can imagine (laughs) I have to have to take it everywhere with me (laughs) and I'm just like here it is (laughs) this is me I promise yeah literally oh it's so embarrassing as well I'm like so burnt and so like I've got like a little red nose because we I learned to dive in Egypt and it was just like 40 degrees oh god (laughs) that is so cute I love that (laughs) I'm sure I I could probably get it updated at some point but but I kind of want to keep it just for the lols yeah (laughs) exactly um so you've always kind of been like on that path since you were a young kid knowing that you wanted to well I think I don't know I think I'm not sure what I actually wanted to be when I was really really young but um there was a stage where I wanted to be a vet yes um the classic and yeah the classic I think I just I've always really loved like animals and nature and um vet seemed to seem to be the kind of logical option um and then it was more kind of towards the end of school when I was doing my um, my GCSEs, which is um, kind of like age 16, 17, um, I kind of really started to think about, actually, I 
I'm obsessed with the ocean, so why don't I do a kind of something that relates to that? Um, and then I went on to study um, biology for my undergraduate. Um, but I knew that I would kind of specialize in marine biology afterwards. Um, so then I did a master's in tropical marine biology um, at Essex uh, University in the UK. Um, and yeah, I think I think my my original plan was kind of the the classic marine biology route of go and be a resort marine biologist somewhere hot and nice for a year or two. Um, but I feel like actually um, I can have a lot more impact kind of doing what I'm doing now. Um, and not necessarily kind of being in field work, although I would love to dive every day and <laughs> restore coral reefs. Um, maybe, maybe one day. But I think my my ultimate goal is kind of um, to to go into kind of campaigning um, and really fighting for um, conservation. Really, well, I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing, and how. Um, you're bringing awareness to all these marine issues that people might not otherwise know about is so amazing and so needed and it's definitely worth it. Thank you. I'm glad you, I'm glad you think so. It really, I think it's such a cool thing because um, someone might stumble across your account just like on the Explore page on Instagram who might not have much knowledge of uh, the marine environment and learn something and then be a little more informed about like, oh, this face wash I'm using has microplastics in it. I should probably use something else because there's so much that people don't realize has like microplastics in it. So I think your first campaign was absolutely amazing to talk about that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that the general public aren't necessarily aware of. And I think when you get into the realm of um you know, when you're quite specialized, you kind of just forget that you're in your own little bubble and like not everyone knows what you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And like um, the other week I was um, kind of on a um, a campaign for, for my day job um, that was all about uh, aquaculture and what the farmed fish are being fed. Um, and that's actually coming from wild caught fish. And they they did this whole report and they've just found that no one really knows about that. Um, even though in the marine biology industry, kind of everyone knows about that, but the general public don't. You think, oh, farmed fish, that must be better than, you know, a wild caught fish from, from the ocean because they're being overfished. But if you're farming it, it's fine. Um, and yeah, I think there's just so many things that... Um, people don't know about yeah. kind of through no fault of their own really. no it's one of those things that unless you go out of your way to educate yourself about it's not something that you come across in everyday life so you're going to be kind of uh, metaphorically in the dark exactly and it's not really people's top priority I mean a lot of people you know their top priority is to work to get paid to feed their family um and you know just kind of make do with what they've got then they're not their top priority isn't wondering uh, 
you know what what their fish that they're eating was fed and whether or not that has an impact uh, which is totally fair Yeah, absolutely I think it's also like what you got like specifically you're like plastic not fantastic like to bring to light the things that you're using that you don't realize have microplastics in it because even I like one of my first university courses when we were talking about this microplastics I remember she said like the specific word and she's like go home and check your face washes and your toothpaste and I was like no way like mine's like a clean one like it's fine and I came home Mm -hmm. and saw that it had it in it and I was like oh my word like what am I what am I supposed to do now like it's just it's so cool to learn about the things that you might not think are doing harm but are I think yeah I think it's, it's it's quite sad because it's if things were labeled properly and if people were really informed about it from the start, I think everyone would make better choices, but you can't make a good choice unless you know. Yeah. Unless you have the information. Um, Exactly. And especially with um, things like microplastics, they, you know, microbeads have been banned, but they can still use tons of other microplastics that aren't necessarily clear on the packet Mm. unless you Google you know what's acrylate copolymer and then you're like oh that's a plastic but who has time in their day to go through everything in their cupboard and like google all of the ingredients Um, a good quarantine activity i definitely do do that (laughs) if you're bored take everything you own and google all the ingredients (laughs) top tip I can tell I live an exciting life. <laughs> you and me both. I'm like thinking about it now. I'm like, I should do that. Like, So if people want to reach out to you guys, where can they find you guys on social media, on all your social medias? So um, Instagram, The Marine Diaries, Facebook, The Marine Diaries, Twitter, The Marine Diary. Um, YouTube, you can just also type in The Marine Diary or on LinkedIn, Pinterest, um, and our website, which actually has all of the social links as well, is www.themarinediaries.com. Um, and you can email me, uh, Rebecca, at themarinediaries.com um, with any kind of queries or questions. But there's also, um, you can send in a query on our website as well, um, if you prefer. But yeah, get in touch, yeah. get involved. So if they want to be part up. of you guys or part of your organization, they just reach out to you? Yeah, so um, on our website, if uh, you click on team and then scroll to the bottom, that's kind of where our open positions are at the moment. Um, But some of the ones that I mentioned, um, you know, having a digital guru, they're not on our website. So um, if someone was interested in applying for any of those, um, yeah, just drop me a message um, and we can have a a discussion about that. That is awesome. And I will make sure to link all of your social medias on our social medias and in the description of the podcast so everyone can check them out. Fantastic. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was an awesome time talking to you. Thank you so much. Another huge thank you to Rebecca for joining me on the podcast today. Make sure you check out The Marine Diaries on all their social media. They're on Instagram at The Marine Diaries and Facebook at The Marine Diaries and on Twitter at The Marine Diary. You can also check out their YouTube channel and their website just by searching The Marine Diaries. And as always, The Water Woman Podcast is on all social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Facebook at The Water Woman Podcast and on Twitter at Water Women Pod. Make sure to give us a follow and reach out if you or someone you know is a water woman and would like to be featured on the podcast. And until next time, stay salty.